Here we go. Let's make this happen in four, three, two, one. Wednesday, February 17th, 2021. It's your favorite PhD that ain't using his degree. It's me. It's Dr. Goose on the line on the other side of the state. It's been a while. Welcome back, Mr. Fermi, to your Anonymous Gamblers podcast. Thanks, Goose. I'm back, man. It's been it's been a long time since football ended. It seems it has oh. it has been an incredibly long time. A lot going on. I'm at the end of a quarantine here. Thank goodness. I'm all good. Didn't have it. Safe and sound. But you know, I feel as good as I have in a long time for me about this March Madness tournament happening. And I'm wanting your opinions. It seems as though the NCAA has their 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 game plan in order and it looks like it's going to happen this year yeah and i'm looking forward to it it i can't believe it's been two years since we had it last year obviously we missed it was right in the heart of covid kicking off so i'm ready for it man this is the best four days of the year for sports it's cer- it certainly it's is um i have a vacation day that i'm even using are you going to come out and visit us are you going to play some golf with us I would love to. I'm going to have to check the calendar. Hopefully we can make it happen. I hope you can. Did you see the change in the lineup? It's it's not Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday anymore. They're doing it like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Wow, I didn't even see that. Yes, it's all in Indianapolis this year. There's no the first four, I mean they're all there. There's no Dayton. There it's it's one site this entire year. I think That's for the, for the for the first two rounds at least, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to be off that Friday. I've taken that day, and I'm going to go out. I'm taking the sous vide for me. I'm going to be bringing out the deep fryer. It's going to be a good day. We, 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 you should you should work on this. It's a couple weeks in advance. We're about a month away, actually. That would be awesome to get you out there. Maybe one or two more guys play a little golf. I think I finally join the golf you know league with you guys. What do you think, Fermi? Let's do it. Let's do it. I, I was looking at schedules. There's only four games left for a lot of these teams before the conference tournament. Excited. I'm going to get Brian back on here to talk about his CTC again. I think it was Brian's fault that this entire thing happened. Let me just put that out there. When I get him on the line, I'll make sure to tell him that because he was the last person I talked to before you and Carl while literally they were shutting down countries. So yeah, it's how, how, how fast and how far a year has taken, right, Fermi? I know, you're right. It's insane, but we are here. Let's look at the regions. So the top 16 came out, and the number one seeds are Gonzaga, Baylor, Michigan, Ohio State. The two seeds are Bama, Illinois, Houston, and Villanova. Let's stop right there. Fermi, from what you've seen and from what you're looking at, favorite one seed, favorite two seed. So I personally like Baylor. Um it's between Gonzaga and Baylor. I really like Michigan, too, but Baylor would probably get my nod as my favorite one. I think their guards are just so good. Um, they they beat Illinois by 13. They have win, I mean, they're both obviously undefeated, but they beat Texas twice, Oklahoma, West Virginia, Texas Tech, Kansas, all ranked teams. Uh, the Big 12's been pretty good, sort of top to bottom. I mean, they have six or seven ranked teams right now. I just really like how Baylor's been playing. And I would probably give the nod to Illinois in my two seeds. Uh, They won their last six. They have a loss against Baylor and Ohio State. Other than that, they don't have great losses. Um, Missouri, Rutgers, and Maryland. But I I like the depth of Illinois. And I also like that they have two stars. 
DeSomo and Coburn. Those guys are they're just really tough, um, both inside and outside. They can both they can play big or small, very versatile, and they have a good coach. So I like Illinois as my favorite too. So Baylor right now, my buddy sent me a thing for ESPN that has the percent chance of them winning a title. And Baylor's 29.4% and Gonzaga's 25.4%. The next closest is Iowa at 8.3% and then Houston at 6.2%. I agree with you on Baylor, but but boy, Gonzaga can run and they can shoot. Oh, I, I don't think there's any holes in, in them at all. Um, I kind of like Houston, to be quite honest with you. I saw them play earlier against Texas Tech. They really smoked them. I mean, they, they put a beating on Texas Tech earlier in the year. I don't know... How I feel about Bama and Villanova, I just, I just, it just doesn't feel right. You know what I mean? There's a certain feel yeah. to it, especially when it comes tournament time. Um, but he had a very good question, and uh, you know, I want to know what your thought is to this. Um, why do all his his direct line to me was, "Why do all the blue blood programs suck this year?" And the only response that I have to that is, is because, to my understanding, and please correct me if I'm wrong, because I think I could be. But I think the money in college basketball is far more spread out than what it used to be. And the you know, the fact that, you know, one and done is there, a lot of teams are not recruiting the big star players anymore. They're actually going for the long term. And so I think that teams are trying to recruit three, four year guys, which is why you can see smaller programs, or maybe not necessarily smaller, but you know what I mean, not necessarily the Dukes, North Carolinas, even the Kansas. I mean, none of those teams are in the top 16 right now. That's insane for me. Yeah, none of them are really in the, I mean, Kansas just got back into the top 25, but I think they were out. Um, if they didn't fall out, I know Kentucky's out, of course. Um, so yeah, Duke, Carolina, Kentucky, all unranked. And my theory, and that's, this this could be completely wrong, but my theory is those teams, Kentucky, Duke, North Carolina, I mean, they always try to bring in the top of the class, of course, and a lot of one-and-done stars. And I think this year with COVID, really preventing teams from, from playing prior to the start of the season, practices were canceled. I think a lot of the off-season stuff was even postponed or minimal coach access because of COVID, I actually think that could have a little something to do with it. Um, Johnson for Duke, he's already um, set, he's announced that he's sitting the last six games of the year. Right. And he's, he's gone. So, I mean, it was, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I could be completely wrong with that, but I do think COVID had somewhat of an impact on these teams that are really not veteran teams. Well, look at the look. Let's let's look at the second half of the top sixteen here. You're looking at Oklahoma in the top region with Gonzaga, Tennessee with Baylor, West Virginia with Michigan, Virginia down with Ohio State, and then in the four seeds going back around, Iowa, Texas, Mizzou, and then Texas Tech. You'd have to know I'm biased on Texas Tech because I like Mac McClung, and and I think they're pretty well balanced to be honest with you. But of the rest of the teams. Iowa has fallen off recently. I'm not overly impressed with Oklahoma. Mizzou just had a loss a couple days ago. West Virginia, I, I don't think they should have beat Texas Tech, to be quite honest with you. That game was atrocious with all those foul calls. I mean, it was like in the 30s or something, or even 40s in the foul calls for the entire game. Like, I am not the guy that says swallow the whistle, you know, let them play, you know, rup ruck shot here, but for crying out loud. And then Virginia just lost to Florida State who's on my radar as a team for our Calcutta. More on that later. 
Of those eight teams, Fermi, who do you like? So, out of those eight, I like West Virginia, Texas Tech, and I actually dislike Virginia. I just don't, I don't, I don't like how Virginia plays. Um, they're very efficient, but I just think when you slow the game down, and this has been Tony Bennett's style for forever, slow the game down, play defense, and just control the tempo. That work when it works, it, it works to perfection, and they almost won a national title doing that, or it did win a national title doing that. What I don't like is that if they run into an athletic team, a more athletic team, that team isn't going to slow down the tempo. They're just going to keep running. And it's going to be a battle of styles, and usually um, I think that's when Virginia struggles. So I, I'm just not a big Virginia fan. I like West, West Virginia because they, they're in every game, much like Texas Tech. They always are in the ball game. They never get blown out. If you look at their scores, I bet you their largest margin of, of defeat is probably 10. And I, it might even be less than that for both of those teams. Uh, West Virginia's deep. They have four starters and double figures. What I don't like about West Virginia is they are very poor, a very poor shooting team. They only shoot 43% from the field, and that, that may not cut it. I know they're very athletic, and they, they really pressure you defensively. Uh, so they're they're tough they're tough out, but that's that's my one downside or downfall of West Virginia. Obviously, we'll talk about the bracket and we'll look at the conference tournaments when they come out, and everything is just in theory right now based on what we see from bracketology on ESPN. But you know, for a while now, for me, what it's all it's been almost ten years, right? We've been doing this Calcutta, and yep. what happens with the Calcutta if you guys don't know? You buy a team, we, I go down to an auction, you buy a team, and then for every win that happens, you get uh, money along the way. It doubles the entire time all the way to the finals. Big pot, big pool, lots of fun. And so every year we try to find value, and every year we try to find a team that wins three games. And so I'm, I'm looking right now, without even looking at a bracket, okay, because we can't afford the one or the two seeds. Those teams go for like eight Sometimes fifteen. One time, the Kentucky went for twenty-two thousand. I mean, it's big money in this room, and so we try to be value players. And a team right now that I feel is value. I'm going to tell you my six teams for me that I like with value: Wisconsin, Texas Tech, Kansas, Florida State, Creighton, Colorado, and I just talked to Rome's. And I had said it earlier, and I'm still kind of holding on. It depends on their seed. I'd rather see them as a 10 or 11 seed than an 8 or a 9, is Oklahoma State. So that's actually seven teams. I apologize. So of those teams, which one do you like? Which one do you think is the best potential value to get in the tournament and win three games? So to win three games, I'd probably lean Florida State, and I like them as well. Um, they're fourth in the country, three-point shooting. We all know that if a team gets hot, that's three-point percentage, by the way, not necessarily made threes. But if a team can shoot, obviously it can beat anybody. Uh, we watched upsets happen for years because of their, their hot shooting. Uh, I, I personally like Florida State. They just beat Virginia by 19. They're, they're, they seemingly look like they're clicking on all cylinders. Um, and they they're experienced. Yeah, Walker so. Walker and Gray are good. They're ninth. Uh, you know, I like to look at Ken Palm's uh, rankings. And when we say adjusted offense or adjusted defense, 
that's an estimate of the offensive or defensive efficiency points scored per hundred possessions that a team would have against an average either defense or offense. They're ninth in adjusted offense, and they're forty third in adjusted defense for me. They're pretty good on both sides of the ball, and to be honest with you, they're in the top third in free throws, which is huge when it comes to time. Eighty fourth in free throws. I, yep. I I do like them. I think that they're balanced, and when you watch them, boy, are, are, are they? Are, they're they're big. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're long. Too. Yeah, exactly. What about Creighton? I keep hearing about this team. They got 40 guys with 30-plus minutes each game, double-digit points, uh, 11th in adjusted offense, 40th in adjusted defense, 56th in three-point percentage, but they're 277th in free throws for me. I mean, that is the bottom of the barrel when it comes to free throw shooting. Yeah, and that's a killer in the tournament because you know, all the, I don't want to say all these games, but a lot of these games end up being down to the final couple possessions when, when free throws matter. I do like Creighton and their big win off of just beating Villanova recently. Um, but I I struggle taking them when they're going to be, they're probably going to be a two or a three seed, right? Maybe a four. Creighton or Villanova? Oh, Villanova, definitely. Creighton's, aren't they in the top 16? They're going to be at least a four. Creighton, uh, I have Creighton right now in on my sheet as a five, as what they are listed on the bracketology. They're a five seed. Okay. But they're going up. They could be a four. Yeah, easily a four. They, I mean, depending what happens in the tournament, if they make a run, they could end up as a three seed. Uh, they have five losses. They're in the AP. They're 14th in the AP poll right now. So... I view them as a four, but that, I mean, obviously they could go either way. I don't know how much I'm, I'm going to ride on the Oklahoma State bandwagon, but they do have one of the top players in the country for me. Yep, Cunningham. That guy's a beast. Um, I actually wrote down, don't sleep on them. They're only getting better. Uh, when your best player's a freshman, and he now has a whole year under his belt, he's going to be playing like a sophomore, and he's already a top pick in the, in the draft. Uh, they have wins over Wichita, Texas Tech, Kansas, and Texas. Uh, so there's four pretty quality wins. Um, they lost to Baylor, West Virginia, and Texas, and Kansas. For so. me, I have been staying up late, considering I've been on quarantine for a week, and I've watched some Colorado basketball. And, man, I'm really starting to like them. 13th in adjusted offense, 38th in adjusted defense, number one in free throws, 39th in three-point percentage, right the fourth, Horn, Beatty, this team, I think, could make a little mini run. I'm afraid that we might have to pay a premium price. They're they're ranked sixth right now in bracketology, and then they're in the first region if if it holds, which it may or it may not. But I mean, I, as a six seed, I really like them because the, Kansas is also a six seed, and I think Kansas is very well balanced from what I've seen and from what I'm reading right now. But who would you take, Colorado or Kansas, in that scenario? I would probably lean Colorado. Um, I'm, I'm, I will say Kansas has had a much tougher road. The, the Big 12, like I mentioned earlier, is really good, um, at least with their top-tier teams. So I would say Kansas is probably more tournament-tested. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I could, I could go either way on this. I oh, I like I like Colorado. That's a value pick. I think Kansas has the brand name. I think people might try to be cute with Colorado, but I would certainly... Certainly. Right now, if they were to go against Iowa, I'd take Colorado because Iowa has fallen apart for me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're they're struggling as of late, but, man, is the Big Ten tough. And they have, they've 
arguably the best player in the country. Who is uh, who is a better conference right now? Who's tougher, Big Ten or Big Twelve? Such a tough question because I wrote down that they're clearly the top two conferences in the country. I think I, I personally think Big Ten is better top to bottom, but I think there are there are probably more ranked teams that were you know tournament caliber teams in the big 12 right now i think the big 12 could get seven or eight in it's actually so good the big 10 did, seven. why did why did wisconsin fall apart against michigan did you watch that game i did i watched i watched that whole game i mean so they have Dimitri trice they're a well-balanced offense they're 31st in adjusted offense 10th in adjusted defense 43rd on the free throws 84th in three-point percentage you kind of see a common theme here right like i keep going back to these four stats because i think they're important that's just what i'm trying to base it off this year and i look at texas tech 33rd in adjusted offense 17th in adjusted defense 111th in free throws 161st in three-point percentages they're balanced they've got length they have some size on their team but like you said, these two teams just seem like they don't make mistakes and they seem like they grind you down. And when Wisconsin was up, what, 7, 10 points, whatever they were up? They were up, they were up at least 11. It might have been 13. And and so Michigan got their feet back. And if they would have lost, they would have said, well, Michigan didn't have their feet. Let's see what happens when they play each other again. But, man, those two teams for me, I like them both. Oh, I, I'm, a, I'm a big Michigan fan this year. I mean, they are... I've probably watched more Michigan basketball than anybody else this year, to be honest. And I've really liked them. They're a veteran team. They have they have pros on their squad. They have a young freshman in Dickinson who's been really good. Um, and they're just everybody on their on their team knows their role, and they're very well coached. Um, Juwan Howard's done a great job, and I, I really like Martelli on the bench too. I think he's just helping them so much uh, with all his coaching knowledge, but. The one thing I will say on Wisconsin, they have not had, I'll, I'll say, a, a big win this year. I know they had Michigan on the ropes that we just talked about, but they haven't really won any big games, and I, that really scares me. Um, I like them statistically, but they're just not getting Ws. There's seven losses. I, it's, that's, that's my fear. So let me ask you about a mid-major that I really like, um, and I know everybody's going to like this Let guys, me see if I can guess who it is. Yeah, you'll know. Is it Colorado State? No. Oh. No. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Would they be considered a mid-major? I don't know. Maybe? Yeah. Um, nope. I, would there, I mean, Mountain West. I mean, that's, you know, I, I guess that's mid-major. Uh, let me see. Colgate? No. Uh, Loyola, Chicago? I do like them them and drake but where i'm going is ohio valley and belmont you know i have not actually you know who i've been caught on no i have not been caught on belmont i've been caught on winthrop i've been watching a lot of them i look i looked at winthrop as well but belmont let me give you a couple stats and i know i know they've played nobody i mean this is standard right with the way that the season is sort of scripted right now with with covid they're 22 and one overall They've won 32 of their last 33 games. They're sixth in the country in shooting and assists, ninth in overall scoring. And I read an article on those guys. They have been playing with as little as six players practicing day-to-day because of COVID. Um, they, they basically haven't played together. 
this year. They've been playing with, you know, three or four starters and then, you know, like off and on. I mean, the team really hasn't been a team per se where, where they've had, you know, 10 or 12 guys every game. Right. Uh, practices have been short and they're just, they continue to just grind out wins. And Are they up-tempo or are they slow it down for me? They, they're up tempo. They're they're um, with six guys. Sport. They're up tempo. <laughs> well, I'm just saying they've they've had as little as six, but they run and they run and gun. They can shoot threes. They're very efficient. Um, it's, they're they're a fun team to watch. So I want to watch them when the tournament comes. And I, if they're healthy during the tournament and squeeze out like a 12 seed or something, or even better, I, I don't know. I mean, they're gonna, they're they're going to be they're going to have one loss potentially going into the. To March Madness. You watch this year. Winthrop will be the three prior seasons Iona. That will be that's my prediction. Everyone will be all over them. Everyone will want to take the over with them, whatever game they're in. You watch. I, I'm watching them play. They were like undefeated for an extended period of time. They just had their first loss, like I think last week. Um, I've been watching some Oregon basketball as well. Not overly impressed with them this year. Indiana's hit or miss. Again, we're talking about if you're talking Big Ten teams here, Purdue. I mean, they just had a big win last night, too. Yeah. Yep. What about yeah, Rutgers, Fermi? Rutgers? Purdue's not bad. Indiana's not bad. Rutgers is not bad. I really liked Minnesota early, but they've really faded. Ah, don't you know. Uh, I see VCU. Uh, haven't, uh, yes, no, maybe so, Fermi? I don't know much about VCU this year. I mean, they are leading their conference right now, I believe. Um but I've, I have not watched them very much. Jeez. Let's see now. we got Vermont back in there right now, as of right now. And I don't know anything about UNCG, uh, Eastern Washington, Utah State. I did watch Utah State play a couple games. They're pretty good. Um, that would be an interesting matchup with them and Creighton. For me, I, I just have to be a true fan at this moment and say, even as a wrestler, since I was in eighth grade, I actually won a uh, March Madness bracket when I was in eighth grade. That was the first time I remember being hooked. I had the Utes when they made the Final Four, whenever that was. That was a long time ago. And uh, who was the head coach? Was that Moranis? Who was that? Oh, I don't even know. Um, but this is probably one of my favorite things in the entire world for me. I love this thing. Oh, it's it's so much fun, man. Those. I love the first four days because there's just nonstop action, man. It, there's nothing that really compares to, to March Madness. And it's it, it's not like a normal Saturday, right? Like it's not just like oh a noon slate of games. Like these games actually matter, and that's why they're so they're so important and they're so awesome. And you can feel the anxiety when a smaller team, uh, a lower seed, starts to get a little steam and starts to get a, a lead. I mean, those days when we were at Rome's house back in the day. That was some of the most fun we've ever had. Oh, absolutely. Yep. That was, I mean, unbelievable. And then when, whenever upsets were happening, everybody, I mean, the house was going nuts. Oh, so. yeah. Upset alert. That was when uh, yep. when Stritz and, uh, and Hambone would be, upset alert, upset alert. <laughs> yep. Running. Uh, that was when Stritz in the Calcutta, he said, don't take Connecticut, and they had Shabazz Napier, and they won the, uh, the NCAA tournament. Oh. Oh, that's right. We had them. I, yeah. I still don't. The Loyola, the Loyola Chicago one's still in my head. Oh, my God. I was screaming at that guy. Like, just caught. We had it for me three times, and he kept going, well, this is a good team. I'm like, just caught. I'm sitting here. Like, what, what do we have on it? I think we had 1500 I think they went for 1700 and ended up paying about twelve grand. I, I wanted to just 
puke. I just wanted yeah, to puke. They were, yeah, they were. I mean, we weren't expecting that. But, well, but but here's the thing, though, for me. If you look at that, if you remember, they beat Miami, and that was an incredibly close game. And then Kansas State had an upset that year. Correct. And then yes. and then they ended up, you know, you, again. So they beat they beat an eight or a nine seed in the second round. Yes. Yes. Who did Kansas State beat? They beat who was that? Or was that Virginia? I I think it was Virginia, wasn't it? I want to. Jeez, maybe I'd have, not. Maybe I'd not. have to. Know. I'd have to look, and and I'm not going to go that slow to go back. We can get into our history a little bit later. Um, I you know I know where I was when Virginia lost uh, as the one seed. That was my bachelor party. That was that was 2018. I was in Rivers Casino. And we were looking at the board. It was late at night, and we we're like, "Holy crap! They're gonna lose to uh, the 16 team." I'll never forget that. That was a uh, that was a heck of a day. That's for sure. Wow. It was yeah. Those are take me take me back. Any other college basketball thoughts for any any games tonight or tomorrow that you're looking at? No, I haven't really looked much at the slate for the you know for the next two days. Let me glance at it very quickly. Trying to see a couple games. Texas Tech uh, was canceled. That was no good. I'm not sure whose COVID concerns those are. Um, let me see top 25. Kansas, yeah, Kansas State tonight. Loyola plays tonight against Valparaiso. Parazo. Yep. Parazo, not Parazio. Parazo. They should roll. Yeah, they're minus 19. That's a lot. Iowa-Wisconsin Iowa, tomorrow is going to be a good game. Yeah. Allen Houston. Houston-Wichita is also tomorrow. Yes, I'll certainly watch that. Rutgers-Michigan is another good game for me. Um, yeah. Oh, there were so many good games for the Big 12. Texas-Oklahoma was postponed. West Virginia-Baylor was postponed. Uh, I like it on Saturday, Texas-Tech-Kansas. Texas That's a big game for me. That's a big game. That's on Friday? That's on Saturday, 2 o'clock. Oh, okay. I hope that doesn't get canceled. I really want to see that. West Virginia-Texas I want to see at 3.30. That's a good game. Um, and then Virginia Tech, Florida State was of course postponed. How about Sunday? Ooh, Sunday! Look at that for me. Michigan, Ohio State, Cincinnati, who's kind of fallen off. There, they are seven and seven this year. That was a real yeah, good that, team. Michigan, Ohio State is is essentially for a number one seed. You right, could almost lock it in. Um, assuming neither of them get you know upset early in the Big Ten touring. Right, right. Yeah, it, it's it's good to be back for me. I'm I'm so happy that we actually got to um, converse about this right now, man. Post uh, NCAA football, uh, and any thoughts about uh, the football uh, NFL or NCAA that you wanted to get off your chest since the uh, the the Brady magic in the uh, the NCAA finals? Uh, the Brady, I mean, dude, it's it's incredible how obviously good he is and what he's done to the Bucks in one year. I mean. I, I, as a Packers fan, it was a little rough watching, but I will say, I mean, he's he's unbelievable, and just keeps on grinding out wins. So I want to impress. I want to thank them. We may not see it again. I want to not see it again. I want to thank them. That was an eighteen hundred dollar block pole win. That was beautiful. Wow. That was beautiful. One nine. I'm sitting there going, oh my god, they're not going to score, and then Mahomes. Almost threw a touchdown there at the end, and there was that interception. And you guys were ahead of me on the, uh, you know, my Hulu's like three minutes behind you guys, and yeah. you guys were texting. I was thinking because you, when you send OMG, I'm like, oh no, this isn't good. <laughs> Usually it's horrible. It's like, oh my god, something bad has just happened. But then you know, it was actually good for once. Um, I got, 
No, I got sniped in the first half. I had I had the score, and then Brady threw that deep touchdown. Uh, to, I think Scotty Miller right before the half. That's right. After that pass interference call, and that that cost me like I think it was like fifteen hundred bucks at halftime. Brutal, brutal. So, um, any NBA picks tonight for me? Anything you're watching NBA? No, not tonight. I I was on the. Uh, I was on the Celtics last night, so they actually they, they beat the Nuggets. So I was on that. I haven't picked anything yet tonight, but I will probably look at that because it's a pretty full slate of games tonight. We're going to keep this one under 30 minutes. Mr. Fermi, I thank you for coming back and joining us once again on your Anonymous Gamblers podcast. But to say one thing for sure, I'm happy that we're back. I'm happy that we're safe. And I'm happy that things are rolling again, and hopefully we get to see this NCAA March Madness tournament in full. For Mr. Fermi, I want to say thank you to all our listeners. Let's get back into it. We'll try to do this once a week again here, talking some NCAA basketball, maybe having some picks later, or maybe trying to look ahead at some lines, see what we can do, and help us out here for the next month. Because remember, as we always say, it's only a problem when you're losing. We'll hopefully talk to you guys next week. If not, certainly the week after next. Take it easy.